Greetings, fellow investigators, and welcome to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I play the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. Tonight, we're playing a one-shot scenario from Sean Little titled... He wouldn't tell me what the title was. In fact, you people watching this uh, know already what I do not know yet. Sean wanted this to be a mystery game, so that's what it is. Uh, so, Sean, uh, he's running the game uh, without any further delay let's continue our journey into the darkness sean the year is 1951 it is october it is evening 9:55 the three of you your names dean denton hank hilton mark moran you are three members of a small elite organization funded by a wealthy man named Andrew Meyer. You were all orphans who grew up together in an orphanage in the East Coast in the area of Arkham. When you reached a certain age, the war broke out, World War II. That's not the focus of the game, what happened to you, but some of you served overseas, some of you served at home at military bases and such, but you all joined the military together. You served separately, and when you returned, you came back to the orphanage that was run by the Roman Catholic Church. You were looking for work like so many others that came back from the war, and your skill set was, it was military. Your skill set, before that, you had worked odd jobs, but you were so young, you didn't have time to go to university or college, and you were seeking something. You went back to the church. You worked in hostels. You worked in hospitals. You worked in volunteer or volunteer jobs for them for the church, but nothing seemed to stick. And it, you, it's not that you weren't happy serving, helping people as you always had since you, you, know, you since you became adults. It's just that you just the calling there wasn't there. One day, a man came to you, Father Kilgore. And he took you aside one by one and had a discussion with you. And you, you did see him speaking to other people as well that were in the same situation as you. And he said to you, the church has need of the three of you. The church is associated with this man that he spoke of, this wealthy man that you had never heard of before, this Andrew Meyer. And Mr. Meyer has need of people with your abilities, your strength, your personality, your dedication to the church and to the well-being of others, taking care of the downtrodden. And he took you to see this person and you were you were checked out, you were questioned, you were tested, you were given physical tests and such. It's all a blur. It all really is a blur to you because it was so quick. And you entered a school where you became servants of Mr. Myers, not servants, but assistants of Mr. Meyer, along with other persons that you never met, hunting, believe it or not, werewolves. So you first were reluctant. You were first thinking, werewolves, what is, what, that's, that's ridiculous. That's just something you see in a movie. But over time, he brought you to understand that these things were creatures that actually have existed throughout the centuries. Usually, they were very remote individuals. They were persons way off in the Bavarian mountains or somewhere in the, the, the Urals. And they were individuals 
that were known to be people you stayed away from and the villagers were afraid of them and murders were committed and eventually the villagers would hunt them down or the person would die. But there's always witnesses that were saying it, but the church kind of kept that information to themselves. But your, your father, Kilgore, he verified, yes, the church has evidence of this and knows it to be, to be a fict not fictional, it's true. So you entered this organization unnamed and you began hunting werewolves with a with with mr meyer at first you have been involved in three such endeavors where you have hunted down persons in the eastern seaboard and what mr myers explained to you is the influx of werewolves is due to the the war there they fled the persons that they fled eastern europe and western europe because of the conflict they found their way to north america thinking that the eastern seaboard was a place to hide out but he knew of them and he knew their names because of his connections during the war so you're on a mission right now and as noted you are at the edge of the woods you are at the edge of a farm field and there is a tractor moving across the field cutting hay the moon is almost at its zenith it is five minutes to ten o'clock and you know the name of the man it's Martin K. You never get last names. You have a description. He's a, a lot, very large, prominent nose, prominent chin, straggly gray hair, very tall farmer, lives on his own. His tractor's moving across the field. And as it moves, it slows. He's reaching the point where he's just going to finish for the night and finish the rest of the work for the day. You see him get out of his tractor and sort of stretch. You see him look up to the moon. And he's watching it. You're always told to verify before you, you, you take care of these individuals. And as you watch, he starts to twist. He starts to bend. He drops to the ground. And you see yeah, we have it from a distance. He's transforming. I think that's Confirm. a confirmation. Yeah. Confirmation for sure. Let's, uh, let's go forward and get him. Oh, dude, it's not his fault, but uh, he'll, he'll kill someone if we don't. Well, so for, do what you do. for background, very quick background, you have been told that this man is responsible for a number of deaths in the area, including three school children, which brought it to the attention of Mr. Meyer. Oh, yeah. Can't have him kill any more kids. Now, I'm going to assume sure. that we have silver bullets, right? Yes. And for your information, each of your characters has, I didn't tell you this at the beginning, you have knowledge of the occult specific to lycanthropy, okay. and you have a value of, each of you have approximately 35, 40, and okay. 40. You can just choose. doesn't matter. Say you all have 37. How's that? That sounds <laughs> sure. good. All right. Sounds good. <clears throat> I'll, uh, I'll 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 distract him, and uh, when he runs towards me, uh, you guys take care of him. I'll shoot him too. But sure, All right. you know, I'll kind of get ready to you know pop out and shoot when 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 Mark distracts him. Martin, Martin, you yell. Yeah, he he turns his head quickly, and he's low to the ground, down in close to the hay, and you hear him. He just opens his mouth and howls. This loud piercing wolf howl with a man's throat okay uh the tractor's not in our way is it the tractor's on the other side of him okay. and he's about 200 feet away 
Oh, wow. You had to be at the edge of the forest. So, All right. but I, I can, well, I will say you, you, you were able to proceed through to get closer. Yes. All right. Yeah. I will. I wouldn't yell until we were close enough. Yeah. No, I didn't, I didn't expect that. Um, yeah. So as soon as I'm within 50 feet, then I'll try and, and we're, I think that we should spread out a little bit. Yeah. You know, so that we triangulate sure. on his position. Um, so Martin. He turns quickly and looks towards you, and he's down on the ground like a like a wolf, is the back end in the in the air, and he's starting to rise up, and he rushes towards you. Okay, I immediately fire at him. Roll to hit. I'll as well. All right, you roll to hit. Everybody who's shooting, roll to hit. All I'm right, assuming awesome. you're not in each other's zone of fire. Great. Thank right, you. we're, we're oh, all pointing at him. I got a fifty out of forty. Can I spend ten luck? If you wish, I got a seventeen. So I think that's okay. a high extreme. Uh, what? I got an eight out of sixty. Oh my gosh! Nice. Okay. Yeah, well, I got a hard. Each each of you roll your damage and tell me what you. How close is he to me? I'll say he's like he's rushing. He gets like five, ten feet, ten feet before he gets to you. So he's forty feet away. I, 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 I How much did you Twelve. I did 12 damage. I got a 10. <laughs> okay. With my Colt, as you know. You I did 8. Once he gets close enough, pow, pow. Okay. I got a 6 plus 4. Okay. Nice. All right. And that's with silver. All right. You definitely connect between the three of you he drops to the ground you've connected with him he doesn't even get the opportunity to come at you he drops to the ground writhing and twisting he he, he dodged he was able to dodge one shot but not not it's just due to his movement and the, low, the lowness to the ground and his general stealth but he drops to the ground he's writhing and howling and snarling he's not continue he's, to move he's, forward yeah. Yeah, we do. All right. He's definitely in on Double the in the throes tap. of death. Okay. Let's make sure okay. that, that happens. <laughs> yeah. Put a bullet right. in his head. Okay. I will. Each of you. It doesn't matter who. It's he's not moving. Dead. He is dead. A successful right. mission. You have killed the vampire, and as you watch, he just slowly turns back. Right. The and then vampire. I do whatever. Whatever prayers are necessary, in nomine patriae filiae spiritus sanctus. Yeah. Yes. The now you have to deal with the body. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. No, no. Go ahead. No, it's no, all no, good. Yeah. We, no, we, we actually. We, that's important. We do need to deal with this body. But uh, yes, yeah, actually. Like, yeah. There are rules. There are rules that about this, uh, and it's not. Sure. It's not like you know. You have. Am to I? Uh, if if I'm going to go by the lore. Now you said we've already done this twice before. Yes, you have. You on right. your own. Yes. So, does he have? Was a sign of the pentagram on the hand? Yes, it was. Okay. So, is the is the pentagram gone? Yes, it is. All right. So he's his soul's released. His uh, disease. Don't let it. Don't don't get too close because he might twitch and scratch you. Yeah, the only good werewolf is a dead werewolf. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's not that fault. You know. I mean, it, you bet that's fair. All it That's takes fair. is a scratch, and you're, you're infected. You're gone. 
Yeah. Well, the man lives alone, as you know. He is a relatively successful farmer to a, to a point. There's a barn. There's where he keeps his equipment. There are the the usual silos, not silos, but like seed silos beside it. And there's a small house and another in a car beside it. Your job is to dispose of the body yeah. Yeah. in a way that cannot be identified that he was shot. Let's, uh, what do you think? Take him in the barn, um, bring, the, bring the barn down on top of that, him. That's a good idea. Yeah. And then make it look drive. like an accident. Yeah. Yeah. That's just the one thing, too. That sounds like a simple solution. All right, so I start pulling the guy by his feet. Yeah, I'll take the other side. Yeah. Okay. I'll help you help you guys out or watch, you know, stand guard. All right. So you you drag him to the barn. Not a problem. There's nobody there. The door is open because he was out cutting hay. Inside the barn, it's the usual. There's there's a loft up up above where equipment is stored. It's not of of animal barn so there's no hay or anything like that but it's implements and fuel and such as the dry old barn yeah yeah so make it look like an accident sorry martin yeah Oof. um got some gasoline probably we can pour out and yeah, throw them on some hay, pour some gasoline and then we got to get out of here because probably neighbors anywhere in yeah. uh, within a few miles will see the We'll see the, the fire and come running, but he'll be, he's already dead. Okay. Well, long story short, you're able to set fire to the barn. You're able to head back the way you came. Uh, your car is parked on a side road. So you, it's a little bit of a walk through the woods to get to it. Uh, as you're leaving, you see one vehicle off in the distance heading away from you, but it's just the only one you see initially. And you are able to drive in relative calm, calming yourselves down, back to the uh, your your base of operations, which is a it's a small pub type affair outside of the main town, a little ways away. Like you're you, know, you had to drive a ways to get to this person's farm. So after an hour, an hour or so, you arrive back at Wenham, outside of Wenham, a rural area. The pub is open, so you know to go around back where Mr. Meyer has his little office and uh, you walk in the door and he's sitting there at his desk making some notes of course and uh, you can see he's got a a ledger open on his desk and uh, there's a chalkboard on the wall with the it's one of those chalkboards that has the sliding doors that cover up what he's written when he's not using it and on the outside is a little decorative wood carved wood and he he hears you coming of course he says oh gentlemen I assume you you were uh you were successful. You know, I'll kind of like look, and make sure that, yeah, I'll make sure that there's nobody else in the room with us, and I'll be like, yeah. I mean, I've I've heard of roast beets, but that was something else. <laughs> he's he laughs. He's 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 very polite. He's very polite. He says, "You are my prize pupils. Excellent. This is this is good news. Very good news." Now, uh, please feel free to uh, head into the pub and have. Have some have a meal. It's it's late, but the the kitchen's of course open for you at any time. Uh, there's a lady. There's there's a woman who works in the kitchen along with the bartender, and uh, they're open for another hour and a half. But uh, it's a it, not really hour and a half, like an hour at most. But they shut the doors. They kick out the patrons, 
um, after a few minutes and uh, you, you have meal, you have drink, whatever you wish. So, so uh, that was excellent. That was excellent. And I thank you very much. Uh, poor, poor children that he recently, it was, it was a terrible thing. It was a very terrible thing. Yeah. I do have more work for you when you are ready. It does need to be done in the next few days. But our list is getting shorter. Our list is getting much shorter. And soon, soon you will be free. You will be free of your obligations. And Father Kilgore, he will be here in a few minutes to uh, to to assist you in your... How, how, how do you say it? Um, you know that Mr. Meyer's not a Catholic. He says, when you... Um, do you speak to... About your your sins? A um, confession. Sorry. Confession. Yes, yes, yes. I always forget. I always forget. Yes. Well, Mr. Mr. I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, Father, Father Kilgore will be here in a few minutes. So please, please make yourselves comfortable. He, the, the people are left in there. He's, he's, he waits and he says, thank you to the cook and thank you to the bartender. And they, they leave for the night. He shuts up the doors, closes the curtains. And Father Kilgore comes, arrives finally. And he's a little disheveled. And he's fixing his collar and looks a little uncomfortable. He says, oh, you're back. Excellent. Um, and as he speaks, you can smell whiskey on his breath. Oh, another one. Another one, eh? Well, I guess it went well. Did it? As much as it could, could call it well, we murdered a man. Another day, another silver dollar. No. Let's, 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 let's get it over with. Come on. So he's got a little room in the back where he's curtain up and he says, come with me, come with me. So one by one, you go in the back and you make your confession you he gives you your hail marys and whatever um you can tell he's not really into it that's the it seems the more and more when you see him he's getting old he's got to be well he and mr meyer they're they're exactly about the same age they're both in their late 70s and he's just not into it but he does he goes through the motions he gives you absolution or does your thing does his thing no, 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 he's kind of rushes through it one by one and you're back out in the bar. He has himself a shot of whiskey and he says, okay, so um, we heading back to the cottage. You guys still hungry? I, I can't eat. Yeah, I'm, I'm good. Thank you. That was, that was good. It was great. Yeah. All right. Well, Mr. Meyer says, well, before you leave, um, I do need to know, are you up for your next mission? Just tell us what you need us to yeah. do. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, and he takes out his little little book. Okay. The next. Hmm. Well, I do have another team. They're up by Salem, and I do have you guys, you fellows, you. Excellent, excellent fellows. Hmm. And he's flipping from paper to paper. He says, are you, are you tired? Do you, do you want to do this tomorrow? Uh, I mean, that's what I figured, but I mean, we, we'll, we see if there's any research we can do tonight before we go to bed. Oh, mm. you don't need research. No, no I've, I've got everything. Um, All right, wonderful. As, um, we'll tell you what. Tomorrow morning, after you sleep it off, you sleep it off. You come see me. This This... He goes back to his book. No, no, no. Yeah, yes, yes. 
This one is going to require a little bit of a drive. So you probably want, if you're going to go tomorrow, I'll give you the weekend off. Weekend off. Weekend off. And um, so you, tomorrow, if you meet me at lunchtime, say, I'll give you all the details. Meet me in my room. Um, we will close up, uh, make, make it one o'clock. We'll close up the bar at one o'clock. So there's nobody around. We'll send the cook and the chef off to, uh, the cook and the chef, the bartender and the cook off to their homes for a break. And we'll have our little private meeting. Fine. One o'clock. Yes, sir. Excellent. Excellent work. Excellent work. And you're, you're, and he, you, you know, he pays you well for this. And he's, I mean, he's, he's always, in, every time you do something for him, he increases what you get paid. Your bank account is actually burgeoning so um father kilgore he said he just reaches over and grabs a bottle of whiskey little puts the stopper in it and he says well let's head off to the cottage boys so it, it's it's not very far away it's uh he says do you want to drive or you want to walk it's a nice night well we don't have our car with us or or do we you do you do you're, you're allowed to park it at the rest. You can park it at either place. It doesn't matter. I don't mind either way. Yeah, just walk. All right, let's go for a walk. Sure. <laughs> so he's got his bottle of whiskey. And you see Andrew Meyer just sort of takes off. He's gone. Yeah. So he's stuffing his face like I am. And he uh, he goes out in the night air, stretches himself. You know, he's an old man. He walks slower than you. He's, a, he's three times your age. He stretches, looks up at the moon. Beautiful night. So, um, went well. Did it really go well? It was simple. I mean, yeah, it was yeah. a in and out. Now, the one thing you know is he's never present when Mr. Meyer briefs him, briefs you on any of the work you're doing. He has a house. It's a cottage. He calls it a cottage. It's a big house. Mm. And it's about a block, a block, it's in the country. It's about half a kilometer from Mr. Meyer's very large house. You assume that this cottage was part of Meyer's family's estate at one point. Because as you walk around, you see rem remnants of a wall that probably once encompassed the whole property, including the cottage. But the cottage is very well kept. And in the cottage, there's, there's fabulously comfortable beds and couches. And and living room and radios and everything you could possibly want for four men living in a house together or more. Now he's never present during the briefings. And he, you do know that he's always kind of prying, trying to get little bits of information from you, but you've always been told by Mr. Meyer to never discuss anything with anyone. Right. So he says, so uh, he's, how far did you have to go this time? Now, Father, you know that we're not supposed to discuss this sort of stuff with you. Oh, oh I'm just making conversation. Just to, I don't want specifics. Oh, I don't. I don't want to know the specifics. Just uh, we we just... had to drive for about an hour. Hmm. Nice night for it. Oh, hold on, I have to see my wife's haircut. <laughs> write that down. Six sixteen haircut. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I had to see what it looked like. Um I'm gonna see it again later, but no so worries. so he, he does ask well, he says, you know, I know the secretive nature of what you do, and I know when we have our commune not communion, our confession. 
I know you're very careful with what you say. And you are. You know you don't say, we went out tonight and murdered a farmer in a field. You're very careful about what you ask for forgiveness for, oh. to, not, to not give specifics. And he's okay with that. He understands that. He actually allows you to, you know, part of your absolution or part of your uh, confession is that you have to lie to him at times. Oh. So he's, he's very understanding, accepting, but he, he does pry. He says, well, it, an hour. Wow. That's uh, and he does some math in his head. Hmm. Um, well, Father, you really don't want to know any more than that. Um, yeah. But what can you tell us about Mr. Maya that we don't already know? Oh, I've known him for years. I have known that man 35 years now. Well, a man like him, he must have a lot of connections. He, he laughs at when you say that. He laughs, and he laughs to the point where you think, this sounds weird, the way he's laughing. It's sort of like, <laughs> like, you've, like you've caught him in a lie, but he's not the one who said the lie. He says, yeah, yes, he has lots of connections. Keeps walking. Beautiful night. Oh, watch out. It's like a root almost trips over it. The moon's moon's lighting up your pathway, but every once in a while you're in a shadowy area. Because, oh, this moonlight, it's a... Definitely, definitely a beautiful night. And I'm telling you, back back in the old days, in the old country, this kind of night, we would wander and wander, the two of us, Myers and I. We'd wander the, the hills and the dales. It was, it was an enjoyable time to be your age back then. Well, we need to get you back to the cottage. Oh, you're heading to the cottage. You're heading. It's right before you. The lights are on inside. And uh, he just hum mumbles to himself, just, you know, makes small talk conversation, has stops and has a sip of his whiskey. And you get to the cottage and you go in. Your rooms are, you know, the maid has been there. The rooms are all ready for you. He, he deadbolts the door. Ka-chunk, ka-chunk, two deadbolts. He walks to the back of the cottage, checks the door. He does the usual, checks all the windows, make sure everything is locked. Um... You've been there for uh, yeah. probably the better part of a year now. Well, I'm waiting more or less for him to go to bed. He's probably drunk and ready to go to bed anyway. He is. He is. He, he says, well, good night, fellas. And he wanders off to his room upstairs, and he just sort of, you just hear him, the shoe go thunk. A few minutes later, the other shoe go thunk. Yeah. And he's a, You guys, you guys want anything? Oh, I don't know. I, I maybe a little whiskey or something. I don't know. And I'll, I'll, I'll take out my pocket watch and sort of casually look at the time. All right. All right. Here you go. Here you go. It's after um, midnight. Cheers. Got to tell you guys, the more we're doing this, the more it's bothering me. I mean, we are, we are murdering people. Granted, they're supposedly child killers, but it's all in that it's it's all in Mr. Maya's little black book, and that bothers the hell out of me. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean you got yeah. a point. I, I'd like to try to think of them as, you know, the the, the 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 human part of them started to fade long long before we showed up. Yeah, but every time we, you know, you get to the butt end, 
Why? Why in the last, I don't know, 700 years haven't we managed to find a way to cure these people? Do you want to do a lycanthropy roll when you say that? Sure. Uh, no. <laughs> okay. All right. I mean, and why? And why all the secrecy? That's another thing. It's like if this is really a problem, why aren't the police involved in hunting down werewolves? You know what I mean? That is a point. I don't know. Something just seems to. We've been brought in here. We've been trained. We've been chosen because we're good, obedient Catholics. And the priest doesn't really know what's going on. Yeah, but I mean, I mean, I, this def there's definitely more here going on that we're not aware of. But we've got to be doing the right thing, right? I mean, we've got to. The, these these people have to be you know these things have to be stopped. I guess I guess. It's, and I, I agree, it's, it's terrible. I, I I try not to think about it. I guess I don't like being in the dark. But yeah. can I really ask questions? Can we? He's paying our paychecks. I Jesus, I don't want to think that we're just yeah. doing this for the money. Living here in the lap of luxury. I mean, somebody has to do it. That's pay well. I guess. Uh, anyway, I, I I've had enough to drink. I'm gonna go to bed. Yeah. Just, just as you say that, you 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 hear, and this has happened before. Father Kilgore's fallen out of bed. Kathump, boom, because he he's half drunk all the time. Oh Jesus! And he's fallen out of bed, and when he falls out of bed, kaboom. The crucifix on the wall above the uh, tea stand or the, the side table. Uh -huh. Kink falls onto it. Kink just falls in the flat. Kink. Ah, Jesus, Mary and Joseph. And I'm going to go over and I'm going to put it back on. I'll, uh, I'm going to go upstairs to... Uh, I, I Roll spot hidden, though. Roll okay. spot hidden, though, as you do that. Uh, pass. By a few points. Okay. You, you pick up the crucifix and on the outside, I mean, looks like any other wall mounted crucifix you've ever seen before. When you flip it over, it says, it's, 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 it's like garbage. It's, it's not an official church item. When you, it, it's like something that someone would buy at a five and dime store. Like it's made out of plastic and. Well, like Bakelite and painted yeah. with, you know, gold paint and something but it's one thing catches you as a as a devout catholic all your life is that you know full well the priests and the nuns and all the people that work for the church they have access to church belongings and their homes are furnished with church belongings that like everything in the in their your house is purportedly owned by the church it may not be the case but sure. at least the church things are the bibles come from the church everything right. yet this yeah. crucifix that has fallen down is garbage. You, it's like something that you would just you'd see in like you know like in a, in a, a hotel or something. 
You're, you're just taken aback by this. Hmm. That's kind of cheap. Um, stick it back up on the wall. Better go. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna go up to de- to bed. So I'll. I'll, uh, I'll put him back in bed. All right. That, Seriously, appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah, You've yeah, had to yeah, do yeah, this before. Yeah. If, if you, you, you wanna. Yeah, you've had to do this before. He he falls out of bed once in a while. His bed's fairly low to the ground. You actually, a year earlier, not a year earlier, about six months earlier, it happened frequently enough that you guys cut the legs down a bit so he didn't have so far to fall. You were worried he'd hurt himself. So you put him back in bed. You, oh, thank you, thank you, Rose, Rosa. Thanks, Rosa, Rosa. Has he, has he called me that before? No. Rosa, who's who? The hell's Rosa? And I'm, I'm putting him back in bed and tucking him in. He just kind of. This is nothing. He's just drunk. He's out. All right. So I'm gonna go to bed. Say my prayers. All right. You all do the same, I assume. Could each of you do a listen roll? Sorry, I'll try to stop gesticulating because it just looks like my hands are ghosts. No worries. Uh, I got a 30. No, that's a fail for me. Which is a fail for me. I got a 33 out of 40. Okay, did you did you, did you you pass as well, Dean Denton? No, I failed. Okay. All right. Tom, or sorry, I'm using character names and person names. Mark. Mark Moran, just as you're hitting the sack, you just put your head down, you hear in the distance of the night, the quiet of the night, because your window's open, there's no air conditioning, your window's open, Mm -hmm. the moonlight streaming in, you hear, fuck Look up and out my window and see if I see anything. Do a spot hidden. Uh, 37, uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's actually, uh, that's exactly half. Exactly half. Yeah. In the distance, your uh, your window faces... I've got a map right here why I'm not looking at it. Your window faces north. So to the very far right of your view, to, to, to the north, north, southeast, west, east, to the northeast, you catch a flash of black movement through the bushes. That's fairly large. I mean, it's a... It's like a good-sized cat, like you're talking wildcat, like a bobcat or whatever, whatever they have down east, but big. Wow! It's off chasing, chasing a bird or something. Not just a house cat, but a actual wildcat. Yes, well, it's pretty wild where you live. I mean, you're in the you're in the ur- rural area, forest all around, pits and quarries off in the side roads. Um, the pub is connect down the road from the pub is a small village of maybe fifteen houses and a couple businesses. But it's it's a little ways away from you. You're really rather remote. All right, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna lean just a little bit out the window and I'm gonna go. Yeah, see if I can scare it. Goddamn cats! You don't nothing. Nothing happens. You don't hear anything. You don't see anything. But you get this this feeling of something watching you briefly. I'm gonna close my window, even though it's hot, <laughs> or it's probably warm in the in the top stories of the house. 
uh, and I'm sure, trying to go easy to enough. Well, there's enough windows open in the house, and it's a breeze. It's a relatively breezy night. It's October. It's not super hot. It's uh, so you you all fall asleep fine. You might have you know a little uncomfortable because it's, you, know, you still don't feel comfortable with what you do. So, so your sleep doesn't come immediately, but the physical tiredness of what you've been doing, walking through the woods and chasing someone and shooting, eventually you're out like a light. Morning comes. It's uh, say nine o'clock. Nine o'clock, you wake up a little later than normal. You all wake up at the same time, do your morning getting up business, and you can smell breakfast is ready downstairs. Um, father's made bacon and eggs and uh, toast the usual and he's got it set out on the table the housekeeper came in the apparently before you woke up and assisted him but he's setting it out on the table for you so breakfast is ready and he's he's got his coffee cup and you see him going yeah that's that's kombucha not you know whiskey but (laughs) but he's a Close enough. So he pours himself a, a whiskey and his coffee, as usual. He seems to keep yeah. keep a buzz going all day long. And uh, he says, so uh, how did everyone sleep? Pretty good, but we got some big old cat out there. I'm sorry, yeah. what did you say? There's a, there's a big old cat outside somewhere. I, you mean like, it's like either a, a big old tomcat or something's come out of the woods. You know how I feel about cats. I hate the fucking things. Like a, sorry, like a, sorry about my language, Father. No, yeah, I, I mean, I, I'm, I'm with you there. I, I also hate cats. What, like, what? I mean, I, just, whatever. There's just, uh, I'm not more of a, you know, whatever. I'm, they're, they're, they're way better pets in my opinion. But, uh, Why? Well, so, mountain lion? I, no, not, not in New England. No. It could be a. It's probably just a big, fat, nasty cat. Um, out of income to me, One, one meow and. If I'd have had a, if I'd have seen the damn thing, I'd have thrown a shoe at it. The only way thing to do. Father um, Kilgore's looking very intently at you, and he sobers up. So when did you see this cat? Oh, geez, just about. Uh, I'd say it would probably be about twelve thirty. Really? Was I? I, I was out. Yes. Yeah, we. I. I took you. Up, I, well, you went upstairs. I. I put you back in bed, and then I went to bed. But it was before I fell asleep. So twelve thirty. Hmm. Okay. He mutters to himself, and, and it, um, each of uh, who. Let me see who's closest. I'll say, uh, uh, Hank, could you make a listen roll, please? Uh, no, <laughs> not the seventy-eight. That's a fail. Okay. Dean, you can also make a listen roll. Oh, six. Yeah, that's hard to miss. You very clearly hear him say something that I'm going to send to you in a chat message right now. Um, and you can choose whether to share it or not. All right. So I'm busy stuffing bacon in my face. <laughs> oh, I'm using the wrong keyboard. There you go. So uh, the father what, eats. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. What makes sense, the uh, father? What are you talking about? His, oh, what? Oh, 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 oh sorry. It, 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 um, and he stammers and st- he was. It makes sense. The 
you slept in so late you were out doing such hard work. Yeah, well. Sure, father. And then he bumbles off to the kitchen area, starts muttering to himself, but nothing nothing anybody can make out. What did he say, Dean? He was mumbling something about it making sense, but I think he's... I went so damn secret around this business, really. He's a little drunk. Maybe, yeah. He's got a real problem. You know, I've heard about priests getting drunk because they, uh, you know, they are the communion wine, but uh, he's getting hit a lot harder than communion wine there. Yeah. When he drinks, um, one thing that you've all noticed and laughed about over the time is he's been in New England for a number of years. When he drinks, his Irish accent comes out. Oh, yeah. But oddly enough, he he tries to fit in with the locals without having one. Um, and Mr. Meyer, strangely enough, the few times you've seen him drinking, they get talking. He also has a bit of an Irish accent. He has a bit of an Irish accent. Even though Meyer is not necessarily an Irish name. Right. Right. You've noticed that. But that's, that's, that's you know, people, Maybe people are careful. Maybe it's and he dropped the O. Uh, Meyer is, if I'm not mistaken, either like German or English, I think. So, interesting. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So I think it depends on how you spell it, too. Exactly, That's true. Yeah. Uh, do I have, I do not have anthropology, so I have no idea what I'm talking about. I'm just guessing. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard to look it up. Yeah. Right? Yeah, it's like, we could go to the library, but I, I don't have time for this. Yeah. Um, the one thing you notice is he tends to not leave you alone very much when you're at the house he hangs around he's always there listening to the radio or reading books or once in a while he talks on the phone to somebody like ordering things or making sure that the the food is delivered and just never talking to people like never actually having conversations for social calls he doesn't have other visitors and he tells you he's retired from actual church work so he doesn't actually have once in a while he wanders off in his vehicle to get some things he runs out of cigarettes or he runs out of whiskey well then who who runs the the local church i mean if we're catholics there should be a a church that we go to probably no actually um now that you think about it you've been either at his house at the pub or wandering in between or off on missions for the better part of a year I guess wow. if you have a if you have a father in house, that's his job. Apparently, is to be your to keep you out of harm's way and to keep you out of the public view. He's uh, he's there to assist you in any way he can. Kind kind of like a chaplain. I We'd be familiar so. with that. Like a chaplain. We'd be familiar with that as as military men. Sure. Well, but we got a one o'clock one o'clock meeting with uh, with Mister Meyer. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna take a stroll outside and see if I can see where that damn cat was. You have okay. fun. <laughs> yeah, I'm not Just going near. Set a trap for the damn thing. Okay, you that's you you idea. can go outside. There's there's gardens. There's chairs. There's lots of there's a large area that's cleared up to the edge of the woods and the 
the the bushy areas where you saw the cat and uh, you you have your run of the grounds of course and you know mr or mr father kilgore does tend to keep an eye on you guys to make sure you're not wandering off he doesn't want you you know like meeting any of the local girls or anything like that because that would certainly be you know interfering he doesn't know anything about that does he being a catholic priest he's never had sex so you wander off uh, what are you guys doing he uh, mark moran's wandering off into the uh the yard and the, just just around the, the property you know okay I guess I'll do a little bit of we'll do a little bit of light reading while we wait for our, our meeting. Okay. Yeah, just a couple of You have you have a, a newspaper arrives every day or every other day or whatever whatever it's published back then. There's books. Right. He's constantly bringing in books from the library that are of your interest. So if you like mysteries, they arrive. The library delivers to the pub, and he brings them to the the, the cottage. So you've got lots to do. Um, so while you're doing that, uh, Mark, you're wandering off. Not wandering off. You're you're walking the grounds. Yeah. What do you so? Just basically looking. If I find a cat with a bunch of kittens, I am gonna freak out. Let's hope not. Let's hope it's not that. Okay. So you're looking in the area where the cat was seen. Yeah. See do you have any kind of a? Of do you have any kind of a tracking skill or anything like that? Mm, not really. I can roll and see. Got 10 yeah. points. I got an eight. <laughs> oh, I was going to say roll spot hidden, but that works. Works for me. Um, <laughs> mark it off for if you survive. <laughs> use it for something else later. Yeah, exactly. Um, roll again and use that one uh, when you need it. Uh, you you find a cat footprint, but it, it's got to be a dog footprint. It, it doesn't make sense. It's got to be a dog footprint because it's like this big. That doesn't make sense to you. Someone's playing a game with you. But it's it's in the area where the. Yeah, yeah. There's there's like a, a patch of it. Recently rained before the moon before last night it rained the day before and the ground's still wet under under the bushes and under the trees there's a muddy area it's fall it's autumn rather and there's a like a cat footprint about that big yeah that's insane that's that can't be cat footprint. there's no way that's no, what it wasn't think. that big no it was, it was a little thing I'm, I'm going back inside okay i'm not hanging around out here all right you're all in the house Father Kilgore's pet puttering away. He says, I think today I might, hmm, I think I'll shine my shoes today. I've done that in a while. Maybe I'll. Do you, have you guys seen my cigarettes? Have you seen my, I bought some, oh, I bought some a month ago. He, he's, he's m- m- looking for his cigarettes and he's. Smoked through them all yet? Father, a month's a long time. Well, he, he, he buys them by the, Oh, by multiple, the carton, yeah. By multiple carton loads. Um, he only has a few a day, but uh, he... Well, where is, where is, uh, do we do we know what the maid's name was? Or housekeeper? No, you don't. Um, Clara, Clara. Let's just No, 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 you, you don't know her you name. You don't, I don't know, okay. You never heard her name spoken. Um, maybe the housekeeper put him up in the cupboard. I'll go in the kitchen and look in the cupboards. No, immaculate cupboards, no dust, everything is exactly 
four of this, four of that, four plates, four cups, four bowls, four soup bowls, you'll, four spoons, four forks, whatever. You'll they have to uh, buy some more. Oh, what time is it? What time is it? Oh, what time is it? He's dropping into his accent again. Oh, uh, says, I'll pull out my watch and take, take a look real quick. Oh, what, what do you got there? Is it, is it after 10? It is not. I'm like, uh, no, 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 it's not. And I'll put my watch away. Hmm. Well, uh, maybe I'll, would one of you, mm, no, I'll, no, mm, I'll do it. I'll be back. And he says, he's going to, he's going to wander off. He says, just stay here. I'll be back before your meeting and I'll make sure you get over to the pub in time. And he takes his keys and he stops the door and looks back at you, stops the door, looks back at you. And then he off, he's off. Okay, then. Okay, guys. I saw a big footprint outside. Uh, what kind of footprint? Well, it was roughly the shape of a cat, but it was way too big to be a cat. So I'd say it's a dog. Yeah, oh, I haven't seen the dog. dog. Have you, you seen a dog around? Not recently. Not recently. I mean, it's, it's, I mean it's, it's got to be a big dog. I mean, what, what else could it be? I mean, there aren't like mountain lions or anything like that really around here, are there? I don't no, think so. Big cats? There shouldn't be. I just, I'm, I, I, keep an eye outside, you know, at night and see if there's a freaking cat. Oh, could be one of those, uh, could, you know, the, what's it called? Uh, the, um, the circus that comes through town, you know, maybe they, maybe like uh, one of them cats ran off. Doesn't that happen once in a while? Oh my God! Don't say that. I'm, I'm, I mean, I hope not. I sure hope that's not what it is. But what else could it be? I mean, yeah. Don't they have the? Uh, have, haven't you seen the, you know, the Siberian tigers, the, the what are those bar, barman guys or whatever they're called? All right, stop, stop, stop. Good God. Um, I, I think I need a gun in my room to shoot the damn thing out the window. If if it's a a, a lion, a tiger, I, I I'm just like I, I've just got my you know like yeah I, I mean you, what you you don't carry this thing around <laughs> you don't carry yours around I just put put it back in my pocket like yeah I'm I'm I, I'm the, oh. the second you said you saw what looked like a big cat I was like oh no. Oh no! What? What's? Because uh, I mean, uh, look. A, a couple weeks ago, I had to admit I was drinking the father a little bit. Okay, I had had a, had a couple with him, and I had this crazy thought. I, I thought I was just I thought I was just drunk, right? Have you ever thought about if other animals could like if there's other creatures that are like other animals other than wolves? Roll your lycanthropy. Okay. <laughs> Uh, no, I got a seventy-two. <laughs> what? 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 What do you mean? I mean, I'm just saying that you know how a, a, a werewolf is like a wolf. What if that was a thing that you could be aware something else, like a werebear or like yeah. a, a, a were crocodile or something? Roll your uh, Mark Moran. <laughs> roll your lycanthropy. Seventy-eight. Nope. <laughs> no, you can't remember anything either. Uh, Dean, you're oh. sitting there going, 
Roll. You. Roll deep. You okay. are creating ideas in my head that I don't I'm, want to I'm have. sorry. I just... None of you ever thought heard wait, of this before. Such a ridiculous we, a thought. I'm sorry. Do we just all roll 78? I think so. Was that what you rolled? 78? Take a drink. I got a 78. Okay. Yeah, right? <laughs> we all got the same number. Well, fail. I guess you win then. Yeah, right? We're, we're all on the same page, failing together. Okay, okay. Stop, stop talking about this. This is just crazy. Yeah, no, that, I, um, I agree. No, no, there's no such thing. Otherwise, we'd be out hunting. We're elephants and we're bears and we're, oh my God, a word bear. Holy sh... Oh my God. I, 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 was, mind, you know, hunting I was a little nuts. way through a bottle of Jameson. That's one of the ones I thought about. I was like, oh gosh, I was, oh, please no. And then, and then of course, oh God, cats. Oh geez. No, nobody, ugh, ugh, little disgusting little things. They're little bitey teeth and their tails. And, Stop. I'm sorry. Yes. It's been a rough, it's been a rough couple days. Okay. Oh my God. Oh, I'm not going to get the tat out of my head. It, it can't, but you're right though. It can't be. There's no, there's no possible. There's no way. Look, we, we just got to, we got to. Okay, gotta okay, okay. Go to our meeting later. Look, we know, what do we know? We know that the human being turns into a wolf and they turn into a rather large wolf because human beings are bigger than wolves. Oh, I, I think I need a drink. Holy crap. Because well, that cat was way bigger than a regular cat. Oh, do we know if in, in this ver like do do they turn into like really big wolves or like wolf humanoid things? Wolf humanoid things. Cool. It's, well, we've it's, seen it's, them. Sorry. Yeah, you've seen yeah, them. They, yeah. yeah. But they're not traditional like little wolves. They're no. right. No, they're big giant wolf man things. Yeah. So well, if, yeah. if it was a cat, it would turn into a big giant cat. I saw a big giant cat well, with a big giant Wait. Oh wait! Hey, actually, you know what? I, okay, I'm, 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 I'm. I, I do not like the fact that there was maybe a cat out there. Maybe, maybe. But at least, if it was a, if it was a were cat, it's the wrong time of day, and it, it, it wouldn't, it would, it would be, you know, it would be like hunched over. It wouldn't be walking like a cat, right? Probably. It walked. Maybe. It was. I, I think it was like a cat. And the thing is, is that it was still the full moon. Yeah, but, I can tell you something. It's... You don't have to roll your lycanthropy. In your lycanth in your training that you've received, you find out that as someone progresses in werewolf form over the years, they actually become more and more wolf-like. So, a, a a person who has been a werewolf, according to what you've been told, can actually slowly become more close to an actual wolf. It's like a sign of an aged werewolf, according to Mr. Myers' training. Let's all right. We should uh, let, let's maybe we should uh, do something else until one until one o'clock. Uh. Yep. <laughs> all right. So you're you're discussing and you're hypothesizing in that. Uh, is there anything else you guys want to do? Um, it's you know that it, the, the father Kilgore's wandered off. He, he's walking because he's he doesn't drive that often. He's going to be gone probably for an hour. <sighs> We got to remember too. Our car is parked down about a kilometer away, so right. Yep. We got to leave here early. Sorry, I keep using. I, I won't use kilometers if it's confusing. No, no that's okay. That works okay. for me. Oh yeah. yeah okay. Uh, I'm gonna go clean up after breakfast. Should we do the dishes? Sure. 
Just Man, take care no. of him. Get him done with, yeah. Okay, there's four plates, four bowls. You know, there's one for each of you. Four forks or spoons. Dishes are done very quickly. The pot, uh, sorry, the pot. The, the everything that was used for cooking is is in the sink, but ready to go. Your dishes are done. You're cleaned up. Your teeth are brushed. Whatever you do, and it is unless you're going to do something else. It is twelve thirty. Time to walk over. Yeah. Yeah. All right. You walk over to the pub, and there's a smattering of people in the front, but you go in the back entrance, of course, because you generally don't – you're told to not really – you can say hi to people on the street as they pass by. They, The people think of you as people who are working for Mr. Meyer on his grounds. They think you're groundskeepers or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, they know you live in the cottage, I guess, and they wave when they see you, but generally people don't make a lot of conversation. They're very quiet here. Uh the lunchtime rush, you, you go in, Mr. Myers in his office. He goes, oh, this is a minute. I'm going to go talk to the – he goes out and he wanders off and he tells the, the bartender and the, the, the chef, who's you assume is the wife of the bartender. You don't – you've never actually been told. He says, mm-hmm. so sh- shortly it, it reaches the end of lunch hour and, the, and he says, sorry, we have to close. You, know, the bar, you can hear the, the bartender saying, we have to close up. Everybody out, finish. And they, everybody knows this is a very small crowd. They finish their food. They gather the plates. And by 1.15 or so, the place is empty. They're pushing out the last person. Will we reopen again at 3? And the chef, or the, I keep saying chef, the bartender wipes his hands of the bar rag, straightens up. He's out the door with the woman, the chef, and the cook, and they're gone. Door's locked behind. And Meyer says, okay, we'll, we'll meet in here. He checks the doors, front, back, checks the windows, checks. He says, where's, uh, where's Kilgore? Well, we don't know. He went to get cigarettes. Yeah, he said about an hour ago. He ran off. Cigarettes, cigarettes. Mm, Okay. Well, I saw him in here about twenty minutes ago. I'm sure. I'm sure he wasn't getting cigarettes. Hey, Mister Maya, we got a question for you before you start. Of course, always any questions. I'm happy to answer anything you need to know. Is there such a thing as like a were tiger or a were bear? Hmm. Well, perhaps this is a little bit of a history lesson for you. In different countries around the world, yes, they're yeah, they believe in were tigers. Absolutely, there have been records in English uh, research history in the church's history books. They they actually did indicate that there were were tigers in India. Um, there's been record of a were panther in the north of England, though some just think it's a wild panther, which makes no sense whatsoever because there's no panthers in England. Um, the werebear, I have heard of native North Americans in Canada's, in the Canada's. They've talked about a person who could transform into a werebear, but that was a Indian shaman type person. I think it was a, a magical thing, not a... How, how about werecats? Why the questions, Mr. Moran? What's the? Did you have a bad sleep? Did you have a dream last night? <laughs> it's Hank. There, I think I saw a cat outside, and it was a really big cat. And I found a big footprint, probably a dog, but it it too big for a cat. But it, and then he said tigers, and. I'm freaked out. I didn't even think of that. Well, at first, I, yeah. 
I just thought maybe it was a tiger that ran off. But yeah, then, we're we're rats and we're we're Jesus Christ. Hmm. Well, those that dabble in the dark arts cannot be predicted. And we know that there's lots of records of things that we're still researching over time. Now this this cluster of werewolves that we have to deal with, it's relatively small and we'll be done soon. We've done our work soon. So I'd say that perhaps when this is all done, you could take some time off and do some research on your own and maybe you could write, inform the rest of us, find out what you can find out about all of this. We should focus on the task at hand, though. That, that's true. I, I don't want to go looking for, yeah, for cats. But no, uh, no, no. Uh, okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I've interrupted what you you had to tell us. No, nope, it's, it's 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 fine. It's fine. We do have extensive archives. The church has, and you just have to. When we're all done, this we'll talk to Father Kilgore and get you get you signed on to maybe a, a little bit of research as a break, perhaps in Rome. Is that, that, that's that's what I'm going to you, Denton. Yeah, I mean, I don't really want to know more than I know. I'd like to see Rome. Knowledge is power. Yeah. Rome's nice. Rome is nice. So what do you have for us? What I have for you, this is requiring you to drive a little ways away. Now, I'll give you the directions, and it's a fairly, fairly straight back road, so you'll have to make sure you fill up the car before you go. Take some food with you. Take, uh, take the usual things, first aid kit, etc. There's a woman. Her name is Mavis. Mavis Shelton. And she she lives on her own in a little estate and she's a murderous wretch. Back in the old country where she lived before the war, she was she was a schoolmistress. And as we understand things, she escaped because I think the authorities were getting a little close to her. Not because they suspected her of being anything supernatural, so to speak. But just there's a little too many coincidences of her being close proximity to the students after hours or close proximity to the students in the summers and such or inviting them over and then the missing. I would say over the space of five, ten years, I think, no, ten years, something like 13 people in the vicinity of the town she lived in, in the Yorkshire Dales, um, went missing or were found massacred. And the information we have is that as soon as she left, this ended. So your job is to travel to her estate. She's a very wealthy woman no idea where she got her money from and uh perhaps she was embezzling people that she was taking out so to speak she has an estate um very remote and it is uh, there's a wall around it a wall of a stone wall that's approximately five six feet tall and uh, within the walls her house garage a number of you know vegetable gardens and such I would suggest you uh, you travel there again 
fully confidential. Kilgore isn't to know of this. It's not his job. And uh, I would suggest you want to be there before dark, of course, tonight. Because um, as I have understand it, a summer camp, not a summer camp, sorry. There is a school camp nearby and the fall session is in. And uh, there's going to be about 100 children there. Oh. And she's recently returned from overseas. So we want to make sure she's taken care of before she... Of course. So see she's rich. Is what she out in the Berkshires? Berkshires? Very close. Yes, very close. Okay, that is quite a drive. He, he provides you with a map. I mean, location isn't yeah. 100% important, but... Mavis Shelton. Mavis Shelton. Her house is called Rock Bottom, very oh. ironically, because she's so wealthy. It's because her house is built in the remains of an old quarry bed. Oh. And she's a she's a werewolf. Yes, of course. Yes, I wouldn't be sending you off if she was a vampire. <laughs> they don't exist. I was going to say, wait. <laughs> okay. <laughs> For... Yeah. <laughs> that would be Maybe ridiculous. No. Yeah, yeah. Vampires. I'm... Yeah. Silliness. I'd go live under a rock. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, we better get going because oh, we're going to have to shop yeah. and get some stuff for us to take with us. Oh, he has a he has a full your food. The food is in the kitchen of the pub. You don't have to go to town. The first aid kit is you know always stocked. You take it in the back of the vehicle. The vehicle's right. already there. The gas station is you know outside of town. There's one single gas station. We're all, all jazzed up and ready to yes. go. Dave Bixby runs it. You know him. You actually know this guy's name, Dave Bixby. He doesn't talk very much. All right. Well, it's going to take us. Geez, we're, we're going to be getting there just as it's getting dark, probably. Yeah. Everybody get moving. Yeah. Well, do, do we have a ladder? Can we put a ladder in the back? There's a ladder in the. Yes, there's a ladder outside the garden at the cottage. Let's grab the ladder because if we got to get over a six foot wall, okay. we can use That's that. All right. Let's go. Who wants to drive? Um, I can. All right. I'm going to sit in the back seat. Okay. Uh, you, you go back to the cottage, you get the ladder. Kil Kilgore's sitting in a chair drinking coffee. He says, Oh, fellas, you're back. Yeah, but we're going. Oh, where are you heading to? Uh, we're, we'll probably be back in the morning sometime. Oh, it's a long one. Long drive this time. Hmm. All right. You, you do a spot hidden, each of you. That's the first double zero I've had in a long time. Oh, geez. <laughs> Your eyes fall out. I yeah. Oh, oh. I also had a regular success. If you all got zero zero, that would have been ridiculous. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. How did, how did Hank do? John, what did you get? Oh, so yeah, I, I failed. I just got a regular failure. Okay. All right. So Dean Denton, as the others are gathering, you know, the other two are putting the ladder, you're, you're wandering around, you're thinking, what else do I need? What else do I need? You walk behind Father Kilgore into the house. And you're just sort of just doing a once over, looking around, you know, grab your coat, grab your cap. And as you return and you get back, you see Father, Father uh, Kilgore's looking at something. And he's 
he's pretty lit. He's fairly, fairly drunk. And he's got in his hands a whole handful, stack of photographs. And he's flipping through them. And you, you look closely and you see he's, he's got a tear going down his face. And you see these photos and he's flipping through them, flipping through them. And as you pass, you with your regular success are able to make out the photos of him when he's much younger. And you can see that there's photos of, you know, other people around the same age. It's, you know, he's probably 35 or so. And it's not around here. It's somewhere else. And you see photos of him with his arm around a woman. And he's in a suit, not in a priest's smock. His armor's around a woman, and she's a very striking woman. Very striking features, long blonde hair and blue eyes. And she's wearing a, a long blue sundress. Well, blue, you can't tell it's blue. Dark, darker colored sundress with polka dots on it. And she has a great big smile. He's a great big smile. And uh, he's holding her very tight. And in behind, in behind him, in the photograph, you see a group of people standing in a tent. That's it. Like, it's like a, like a, a large tent, like a, like a pivot pavilion. No, what's it called? Pub- yeah, a large pavilion, pavilion. Yeah. pavilion. Yeah. So he's standing, there are people standing and it looks like a wedding. That's it. Strange. And as you, as you pass by, he does pulls the photos close and sticks them inside his priest's smock. He says, Oh, have a, have an excellent time. Be very safe, gentlemen. I hope you all come back sound. We'll be fine. Oh, yes, thank you. Oh, yeah, we'll thanks, be fine. Father. Oh, gazebo. <laughs> gazebo. Gazebo pavilion. Yeah. yeah. So, so he's just sitting there, and you, and you do, you know, definitely, he wipes his tear off of his face, and he's sitting there. So I'll wait until we get into the car. Yeah. And then, guys, I think I just saw pictures from the father's wedding. Hmm? Father, he didn't have a. Wait, 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 what? I mean, he was not dressed like a priest at all. He had some really, really pretty women with him. Well, so we, Never don't, seen her before. we don't know when he joined the priesthood. Maybe she died. Well, he was crying. It wouldn't make sense. I mean, he could have been married and then she died and then he joined the priesthood. Yeah, that that's that's not an uncommon thing. Hmm. Well, that doesn't make sense. Let's uh, let's okay. get on out. All right. Yeah. I hear birds. <laughs> yeah. I don't know where that is. Please it come for you, Tom. It can't be for me. There's no birds here. Wait. I think it may be for me. Yeah, it's my it's my place. Oh. Okay. That's, oh, okay. <laughs> that Who was, was messing with us. That was so strange. That's funny. <laughs> ah, so you you um you get in the car and you head out out the road. You you stop at Bixby's and you get some gas and uh, anything else you wish for the ride. I mean, as far as I know, none of your characters smoke or anything like that. So you get no. basics. You get the food. Boom! Out the door. Out the door. Out out of town. You're on your way. After a long drive, you stop for gas once on the way just to top up, so you're not filling, trying to fill up it, you know, on your way home. Probably in Worcester. Yeah, yeah. you slow down and you head out into the, you know, the rural areas, and you do pass by an area that's a lot of cottages, like the little tiny cottages, 
and you see a, a lot of people arriving and there's a lot of a lot of campfires and such so it's it's like a, a a school outing to this this kind of outdoor camp kind of thing there's a lake and there's docks and paddle boats and not paddle boats but like canoes and such so it's like a last of the last of the warm weather outing for the school children yeah. you continue on past that and you go down the slow side road and per your instructions you pull out the car beside a small grove of trees and there's an area that's right in the trees where you can park your car it's right yeah. descriptive perfectly on the map described and you walk and you can see from this hilltop the ground drops down into what used to be a, a relatively small quarry and in the quarry there's a walled mansion small mansion that's it there and the moon's not quite full but it's it's rising up above the the hills in the sky what, what time is it 10 oh 10 at night <laughs> no it's not 10 at night no 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 it's it's getting it's it's actually it's dark but it's it's earlier in the evening but the moon is above above the horizon so it's All right. eight earlier but not it's dark now darker but the moon lights up the, the house and the and you're able to get to the edge of the quarry and you can see down and there's lights on in the house there are there's power lines heading to it uh one power line going poles all the way down to it and uh there's lights in the house and you can see that there's like a sort of a garden shed or something that's also lit up do a spot hidden each of you sure I'm not doing something tonight. Yeah, I failed as well. All right, you guys, you you guys are looking around, marveling at the beauty of the moon. Mm -hmm. The usual, it's quiet. There's night night hawks making noise. Not night hawks, whippoorwills making noises. Right. And um, frogs. The last few frogs of, of fall are chirping away. And Tom, or sorry, Mark Moran, you're looking intently, and you do see a woman moving around inside this lit up potting shed yeah third window from the oh there the by the potting shed see there yeah yeah she's tending she's potting she's doing something gardeny in the potting shed probably potting gotta wait for that confirmation and then we gotta we, we, we gotta make sure to take care of this before you know she has a chance to you know get anywhere anywhere near those kids you know i i've, I've started to think maybe Maybe these lycanthropes, their eyesight gets really good because got a farmer out farming at 9.30 at night and we got a woman pot. She shouldn't be inside by now. I mean, you'd think she's losing the light. Let's sneak up. Yeah. Okay. You you sneak up. Um, it's a, it's a very, there's no undergrowth really except for brush up to your knees so it's not like there's anything you can hide behind but once you get down into the quarry the old former quarry area uh -huh. the wall prevents view from inside the. the all right well we got our ladder with us so yeah well there's an entryway at the front with a gate that is shut um and it's a iron you know gate uh you, you look at it it looks you could probably drive a car through it. It's not really substantial, like to keep people out. It's more to keep people walking from knocking on her front door. Um, the the stone fence is 
like actually plastered together stone. Again, you look at it, you think it wasn't quite as ornate as he described him. You could probably take it apart by hand because the plaster is really old. And the house, it's a mansion, but it's not really a mansion. It's just a very nice house inside a walled compound. It's 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 it doesn't look like a supremely wealthy person's house. It looks like a just a house that happens to have a wall around it, and you can smell flowers. It's it's not it's, it's vegetable gardens is what he described, but um, you can smell like the remain like the last flowers of the fall, like whatever whatever Let's, she's growing uh, that just happens to bloom now. I think we need to. We're always looking for cover, you know, so that she can't spot us. Um, but I think up and over the wall, uh, even if over the wall means we don't have a way to get back over the wall, how tall is the wall? Five to six feet. It seems to fluctuate because oh. it's stones manually we could, built. Because it just climbed over that. We didn't need the ladder. Hmm. Still um, helpful. Uh, and anyways, if we're going to shoot her, then we've got to get rid of her body. We can just go out the front gate then. From the inside. Think you're uh, muted. Dean, Dean, you're muted. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. You're just saying yes. Okay. <laughs> so, like, if there's right. gardens and stuff planted around the edges, then we're going to kind of drop down into those so that she doesn't see us. Sure. Sure. And, and there's a few buildings. I mean, there is there's a number of gardens around the house, but there's also the potting shed and a garage. So there's areas you can hop over the fence and drop into a darkened, secluded area. I'm going to assume too that we're wearing dark clothing, so that's probably yep. our, our our normal thing to do. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I would assume you do that. You probably got you know, dungarees and dark collared shirt, you know, collared dark shirt, and things like that. Yes, absolutely. Um, oh, did 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 you need to take a break now, so or do we break? take a break? At some point, that'd be nice. Yeah, we're just gonna we're gonna go for another hour. Okay, or so. we can well, we you, can you, we can break. I, I plan yeah. to end around 11, or uh, sorry, in an yeah. hour. So yeah. if you want to break now, we could do that. Two minutes later. All right, so All right. you're able, you, you, where were we? We had just gone over the wall. Yeah. Okay, great. So you're over the wall, you're you're in behind one of the buildings. We'll say the, uh, we'll say the garage, not the potting shed. Um, you're between the, the, the garage and the wall, and it's dark and quiet. And uh, you can hear woman's voice in the potting shed humming um well, i'll do a random roll uh dean could you make a knowledge roll sure idea roll knowledge roll. i got 59 so yeah it's best okay you you do hear the, the song she's humming you can't quite place it but it's it's a song from the the when the war was happening. Like it's a song, like a, a pop song from Europe, like something that was happening at the English, perhaps you think. So definitely, uh, it's it's indicating that it's something. It's an older song. She's she's humming away, and she she you know she's very much on tune. Nice song. Do we uh. Do we wait? Do we reveal ourselves and then wait? Uh, yeah, I think we need, we need to wait for our confirm. Yeah. You can't see her right now. You're, you're yeah. around 
We're on the back garage. of the, the shed. Let's uh, well, let's take position. You're going to have to somewhat reveal ourselves just in order to get in position where we can shoot her. Right. Yeah. Could you do a lycanthropy roll, Tom? Sure. Or Mark Moran, sorry. Um, almost. Can I spend five points of luck? Sure. You won't be using it after tonight. All right. <laughs> My luck okay. is <laughs> Okay. The, the one thing you remember from Mr. Meyer's teachings is that lycanthropes, they don't necessarily have to have a full moon. They just have to have a moon. Right. The moon light. Also, they don't necessarily uh, have to be looking at the moon and being surprised by it. The actual presence of the moon can allow them, especially, again, lycanthropes that have been where things for a long period of time have more control over it. And actually, when threatened, they may change. All right. Well, guys, you guys go on either side of the, the potting shed. And I'm going to walk out into the yard a ways and then face into the potting shed. And then I'll call out her name and we'll wait and see if she changes. All right. Okay. If she doesn't change, don't do anything because we might be wrong. Yeah. All right. So I walk out onto the I don't know if it's a lawn or, mm-hmm. or what. It's a lawn. And I'm I'm positioned maybe 20 feet from the opening, and I probably see her in there potting something. Yep, she's just finishing up. She's right. wiping her hands off and taking her gloves off and humming. <laughs> All right. I've got my gun ready. Uh, Mrs. Shelton. She drops her gloves and knocks over a pot and says, Oh my god, who are you? What what are you doing? Um sorry to invade your space at the moment, but uh this, could you step out of the shed for a moment, please? She steps to the says, What are you doing on my property? What are you doing? What are you doing? She looks towards the house and she says, Arthur, Arthur. Don't call out. I, I say it say to her. She's, she's already done. She's already it. done it. Yep. Arthur. Ar- well, um, she did it twice. Like you weren't expecting her to do that. And I, I sort of motion for the other two, and I'll I'll move to intercept Arthur if Arthur comes out. He does actually out uh, the front door comes a man, and he's he's just a an elderly man like her. He's in his seventies. And he says, "What's what's going Sorry, on? Bobby, please please uh, move over where you're." Who are you? What's I, going on? Why are you on our property? What's going on? We we meet. We just we're just retired teachers. We don't need to ask you a few questions. What are you okay? Are you, have they hurt you? Have they hurt you, dear? If, uh, Miss Sh- Shelton, oh, are oh, you? Uh, 
so that I get it right, are you two married? She actually, when you look back at her, you can see her starting to. How about him? Is he doing anything? He's just looking. He's going, don't, don't harm my wife. Take me if you need to take someone. Rosa, are you okay? Rosa, please. Don't, just don't, don't, don't take me. Don't take her. Take me. And she's changing before Rosa. your eyes. She's changing. She's. Is this woman blonde with uh, blue eyes? Well, she has gray, long gray hair, oh, but she yeah. has blue eyes, yes. She's turned into, now, uh, slowly, she's turning into the were-creature, and she's about right. to... Uh, uh, Arthur, move away from her. He's not near her. He's at the, he's on the top steps of the house. She's okay. over the potting shed. Um, the other two, you guys are seeing her t- changing as well, and she is she's oh. about to leap at yeah, Mark. Shoot. Yeah, I'll, I'll leave that too. All right. Pull my pistol and shoot. Oh, I got a seven. Another critical. I got. I got. A, I got a seven. Roll damage. I'll see if she. So do we do we impale or just regular damage with a seven? Uh, impale's fine. Okay, so I got I got one, so thirteen. <laughs> so I got with impale. That's gonna be like twenty, I think. Six and seven. That was crazy. She drops like a. Bag of, bag of rocks. And he's screaming, Rosa, Rosa! And he's running towards her. And he says, what have you done? You murderers, you murderers! I thought we escaped all this! And he's running towards her. Sir, were you aware that your wife was a werewolf? You're crazy, man! You're crazy! And he runs at you. Brand just fists, ready to punch you. 70-year-old man. Yeah, so I'm not going to kill the man. He's just a guy who just shot his wife. So I'll just sort of, you know, defend myself like this (laughs) from his. It's, he's, he, bam, bap, like no damage. He's just, he's frail, he's old, he's fit, but you know, 77 or so. He's trying to bat at you, and he's just continuing to do it, bat, bat. Bonk! Oh, he's got—he gets a clean hit on you. Ah, I'm just gonna put my hand on his chest and shove. Well, he—he he does two points of damage on you because he, he clocks uh, you right in the face. Oh. What are you two doing? Well, this old man's trying to beat Mark up. Uh, Mark, Mark can handle himself. I guess I'll—I'll I'll start uh, <laughs> <laughs> trying to figure out what to do with this body. Uh, is there anything nearby that we could burn? <laughs> A potting shed, a house, a, yeah, a and an old man. Like, okay, wait, wait, an old man. Wait, <laughs> hold on. No, I mean, yeah. like, you've got an old man to deal with, apparently, know, as well. Right, but, yeah, but, you know, Mark's handling that for now. I guess I'll start dragging her corpse over to the potting shed. Yeah. He, he's not letting you do that. Once he sees you okay. going towards her, he's going after you, too. Oh, now. okay. I'm, right, I'm well, going to try to restrain the man. All right, roll, roll brawl or whatever you have. Brawl, yes. Uh, ninety-one. I he's slippery, slippery old. Man. He's a slippery old man. He slides oh, no. out of your grasp, and he's going after you now. So he's he's gonna jump on you. So he rolls. He he succeeds. Can I fight um, back? You can draw. You can dodge or fight back. One or the other. Uh, yeah. I'll just sort of. Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll fight back. I'll just try to knock him out. Hopefully. 
Uh, I got a 29. Okay. You're beating up an uh, old man. Yes. What does that do? Wait, wait, what is my brawl? My roll's 40. Yeah, no, I'm just, it's all right. Don't worry. Don't worry about it. It's just, uh. Don't worry. Just... Oh, no, I do have a damage bonus. <laughs> no. All right. It's just, what is it? 2d4? Right? What's, what's base? A d4? Mm-hmm. So it's two plus damage bonus. Uh, I do five damage to this poor guy just trying to knock him out. Well, I'll, I'll give you, you've conked him. If you're intending to knock him out, yeah. I'll say he's coming at you and conk. You get him in the jaw, glass jaw. The old guy drops like a sack as well. So you've beat up an old man and killed his wife. There you go. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I hope we you're proud of yourself. We got to so... take the beast down. Uh, say that. Say the prayers over her. Okay. Uh, what do we do now? Old man has seen us. I, I, I think I, I, that. I think that we've just got to. We can't do anything to him. I mean, I, 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 I guess that you know what, what they always say is true. You know, you never fuck with a man and his wolf, a man and his wife. <laughs> He's he's got to have known. He's got to have known that she was the werewolf. He right. Said, I mean, he said that we're going to escape surprised. it. Look, we, so, need to, we need to get her, get rid of her, get rid of her body. Get rid of her we'll body. Deal with yeah. Him. yeah. Surely there's some flammables here in the the, the shed. We'll, we'll figure out what to do with him. Um, f- for interest's sake, um, as you're want trying to figure out what to do, you notice that the vegetable gardens are all tilled down. And she was potting, you don't know what bulbs, she was going to prepare some bulbs or something. But the flower smell you could smell, she has beautiful beds of roses that are still in bloom. Roses, roses, roses. Red. Rosa. Pink. Yellow. Called her Rosa. Yeah. Did you say the priest called her Rosa? Called, Called the woman in his picture Rosa? No, actually, he said that when you put him in bed, he called oh, you. Oh, that's Rosa what it was. He put, he said it to me when he put her. the The father, father Kil, uh, Kilgore said that he was saying Rosa, Rosa, Rosa when he went to bed. Or if that was his wife's name as to, as well. I'll take a look at her face to see if it seems. How many roses are there? There's a lot of roses, Rosa. Um, do a. I wouldn't call it a spot hidden. I'll just say, Dean, yes, you look at her face, <laughs> what's left of it, Hank, and you see that she looks very striking. And if she were younger, she is likely the woman that was in the picture with the priest. I'll give you that. Oh, Jesus Christ. You're, you're, yeah, you might be right, Mark. There's something going on here. All right. Um, you guys work on that. I'm going to run in the house. I'm going to see if I can find uh, some more pictures of her. Okay. okay. We, we you, gotta... maybe, maybe the father knew. I mean, him I looking know. at those pictures and crying tonight. Right on the day we're going to shoot her. I, seems... I, I imagine that he was reminiscing about his wife, but there's shit they're not telling us. I, I think there is. I mean, look at why this. would he go? Sh- look at this. 
she doesn't look like the kind of person who was running around murdering people everywhere she went. No. I never thought about that. What what if they No, they they they, they can't have been lying to us. Well, I mean, this takes a lot of work, doesn't it? I mean, and would we be hearing about murders all throughout New England if people were being murdered by these lycanthropes? I'm going to go find a picture. Yeah. I'm going to start trying to you okay. know, start the, the fire of the body. And the Preferably shed. a picture of her and Arthur. Maybe, maybe well, the wedding picture. You go in the house and the house is... It's not a super wealthy person's house. It's just right. a house. It's very nice. It's well kept. It's clean. It's tidy. There are scrapbooks. There are photos on the wall. There are certificates because they're both teachers. They had both attended university in England. Um, and as you search around, I'll just give it to you. There's a photo of their wedding on the wall. And at their wedding, you can see in the photograph, the father at the wedding, in the suit, with his arm around the two of them. Casual mm. photograph. Mm. Could you do a spot hidden as well? Sure. I want I want a picture small enough that I can take it back with me. 58 is, yes, that's a pass. In the photo, you also see Andrew Meyer in the background holding on to a plate, eating some cake. And then another fellow off to the side talking to a woman. And he's just casually talking, a very tall fellow with a very long nose, very pointed chin. It's the farmer. It's the big from the beginning. Motherfucker. I'm yanking this. Is it this big? It's, 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 it's like, you know, like a photo about this big. You can get out I'm the yanking that off the wall. Get out the red yarn. We're gonna, we, you know, this connects to her, him, and she connects to her, and they connect to this. Um, all right, boys, we got to get the hell out of here. Yeah. Uh. Uh. So, was I able to set the the little shack back out there on fire with her in it? There, there's a lot of leaves, like bale. They've okay. raked up some leaves and things like that. There's enough you can stuff in the shed to create a fire. Great. If you, if that's what you want to do. Yeah. I mean, uh, guys, we, we should we should burn her body, right? All right. Yeah. Does the picture from the wedding look like the same suits and clothes as the picture oh. the father was holding? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Well, I was so, I was going to show it to you when we get to the car, but yeah, I I agree. I agree. We we do need to get out of here. What do we do with the guy? Just leave him. Most likely, they're going to think that he murdered her. Oh, all right. All right. <laughs> That's neighborly of you. All right. What else that are we gonna do? Horrible, shoot him? But all right. <laughs> I, I can't. We can't shoot him. He's not. He's not guilty. Maybe he'll just pretend like. You know, if if he tells people that his wife's been murdered, then then he'll implicate himself. I don't know. I don't know what. Maybe he'll just pretend like she left. Whatever. We just got to get the hell out of here. I don't know what, what to think. What 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 we know. I don't know what we know anymore. Yeah. Each of you need to do a sanity roll. That's what I was just thinking. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, I got complete ninety-seven. I got an eight. Oh, ninety-seven. That's nice. Ninety-seven. Oh, yeah, I think it's yes. real bad. 
You lose some sanity there. You pass? lose three. No, four. Mm. Four. Four sanity. Mark and Hank, you each lose two as well. But the reason you lose two is because something happens to both of you. Okay. And it's kind of like everything, all your vision, everything in the world kind of shimmers and shakes for a second. And you have memories, memories. Both of you have memories popping up into your head of being police officers in uniform, walking down a street together. I mean, it's a shared memory. No, it's not really. You both have the same memory. So I can, you don't, unless you tell each other, you don't know. But you're both, you walking together down the street, New York City, or Boston rather, and you're police officers. And you you see each other, it's just, you're young like you are now, a little younger maybe, beat cops, swinging your billy sticks or with billy clubs. And then everything kind of shimmies back and you're back to where you are. But you have this something's wrong kind of feeling, something's off. Let's get to the car. Yeah. <laughs> There's, I, I feel like I'm, I'm remembering something that I don't I never remembered before. Yeah, I mean, it's like there's something on the, you know, I, I don't know. Right. Here, <laughs> Dare I say cat got your tongue? Yeah. No. <laughs> okay, hopefully um, not. Here, take a look at this picture. Um, let's get in the car and go. Uh, but, but here, take yeah. a look at this picture. Uh, we got everyone so far in this wedding him and her and they're all connected to this wedding and we're murdering each one of them you all feel very bad he knew these people we gotta get back it's gonna take us like three hours to get back what are we gonna say what are we gonna do it doesn't make any sense I think we're going to say, what the hell is going on here? You, you know what? Yeah. Yeah. Damn right. All right. Look, I'll drive. You guys look, take a look at that picture. Take, what you, take, take it out of the frame. See if there's anything written on the back. I'll pull out my pocket watch a little bit, you know, and just, you know, look at it real quick and put it back. What, what time is it? Uh, now it's, I mean, you only arrived. It's, you're going to get back before, you know, probably like midnight or so. It's, it's not extremely late. The, the moon was just rising. Okay. I'll say it'd be midnight or so by the time you get back. Yeah. So we're okay. driving and driving. You're driving. I mean, after a while, you get tired of looking at the photo. And after a while, you're, you're no longer numbed to what you've done. Um, you feel pretty terrible. And, do uh, I ever remember being in Boston other than that? No. You remember we being in, away at the war. We were in so Rome, you, you, the more, But you know what? The more you think about things, like you're, the, you, you remember having this flash, this flash memory you both had. And the more you think about things, the more you realize you don't remember much apart from being in the war being in the orphanage doing this werewolf hunting stuff 
That's do it, we yeah, remember? Really. Do I remember things from the war? Fighting? Not really. No. Guys, I I'm having some serious trouble remembering things. Well, you you guys were in the war, weren't you? Uh, I'm not sure. I I, I think I was. Uh, it's like I know I was in the war, but I can't remember anything about the war. But I got this big Dean. scar. Yeah, Dean, do a. Now you have to do a sanity roll, but you will not lose sanity if you fail this. Okay. So I got the same forty-three. Okay. The more they're talking about this, you sort of feel a little bit of something. It sort of triggers something in your mind, and you have memories of being a like a bookkeeper. Like you used to do people's taxes and and helped businesses with bookkeeping you were and you remember you had friends and they were these these two guys these, these this mark and this hank and you guys were in you lived in boston together and you, you knew them and they, here they are coming into your shop and they're like hey hey dean how you doing and how are things going any trouble from the kids outside nothing there's little conversations discussions and and then just you're back to being you know, the memory kind of fades quickly. And as they're talking about it, you don't remember anything about the war apart from it happened. I know that you mention it. I mean, do we, did we meet outside the war maybe? Yeah. You, you guys have been friends for a very long time. You, you all know this. You've known each other since you were kids. Yeah. From the orphanage. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I Orphanage. You don't remember anything about an orphanage. You don't remember anything about an orphanage. We don't remember anything about an orphanage. No. You knew you knew you were in an orphanage, but you don't remember anything about it. Oh, I see. Right, okay. Something's wrong with our memories. It just doesn't make sense. Do you guys remember me doing like bookkeeping or something? Bookkeeping? What? I don't know, I just had like this weird weird memory right now. I I I remember I remember being a, a policeman in Boston with Me you. too. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. I remember that, Mark. But I can't remember you guys are having trouble now because you're yeah. going to have to pull the car over. You yeah. have to pull the car over because you're talking about this. And this is a little while after you left. And you're feeling, you're talking about this and like your brain is saying, no, that's not right. Yes, that's right. Each of you feel in your pockets heat. Something in your pockets is getting extremely hot. I'll try to that. Yeah, I'll, I'll try to like pull it out and toss it on the floor of the car. It's... It's in your description of your character. Each of you have an object in your pocket. It's is it my is it my pocket watch? It's your pocket watch. I have a pocket knife. I pull out a very strange little um, statue of a mermaid. They're all hot, hot to touch, hot to touch. 
Guys, drop them yeah. on the floor. They're still yeah. there. It's hot. Guys, I'm smoking. Uh, I'm gonna. Uh, I'm just. Go ahead. Have Have we been brainwashed by the commies? I don't think it was the commies. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna. Okay. I'm just gonna take a leap of faith, and I'm gonna go. Uh. Uh. Tashala Don Uplin Tishkata? I thought that was Celtic. I don't, I don't I think it is. Afraid there for a second that you converted to Protestantism and you were speaking in tongues. <laughs> no, I was just I was reading my, my, my pocket watch. Uh, I, you know, I, I guess like on the floor of the car and I'm just like reading the top. It's an inscription inside the lid. Yes. Okay, or, yeah, uh, yeah, I'll have it sort of quick open, open yeah. Um, are these things cooling off at all? They're, 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 you can see there's a very soft, soft bluish purple light coming from them. And now that they're moved away from you, you're not touching them. The light is fading, but you still can feel heat from them. I, I'm assuming you've pulled over the car now. You're yeah, not driving. Yeah, we, we, we pulled it over and we're freaking out. How? Um, what? So let's let's assume I'm in the driver's seat and they're both in the back seats, and all of our things are in the passenger seat over here where we threw them. Okay. Well, I'll just. They're still within proximity to you, so you still feel. Right. There's something, some feeling as you're close to, them. like it's like your your memories kind of shift back and forth. Uh, I'll just I'll just throw it out there. You pull the car over, and one of you decides to toss him. Yeah, I was I was going to say I was going to lean over to open the door and throw him out. It, it comes to you to get them away from you. When they are gone, you start to realize that something's gone on in your lives that is wrong. You have only only killed these two people: the farmer and the woman. You were not involved in any other things you were two beat cops who were friends with a bookkeeper and you've known each other since you were kids you all grew up together you had families you had relatives and there was something about a, a, a crime investigation uh, that some mob element that was going on and when you went to do the investigation you, your bookkeeper friend you know th you were walking them home one night and you just said hey we got to stop in and look at this and there's a robbery going on and when you went into this place, there's a robbery going on. There was darkness and blackness and something happened. And next thing you knew, you were in this cottage. And there was this man, this Andrew Myers, talking to you. Something was going on. You don't, you don't remember any of it beyond that point, but you know the three of you were tied to chairs. And the next thing you know, you're, you're werewolf hunters. We've, we've been fucking brainwashed. I... Uh, uh. I, how, uh, uh, we have families. I, I, there's, uh, what, what they, they, they've done something to us. They, they, we, we have to get back to that fucking Myers and find out what the fuck is going on. Yeah, damn right we do. I just realized I like saying the word fuck a lot. Well, I wasn't, a, when I was a Catholic a few minutes ago, I, when I when I was a Catholic, when I was a Catholic. <laughs> you may very well all be Catholic because you yeah. grew up in Boston. That's a thing. <laughs> it is a thing. All right. So you all, just for for the 
reasons of time as the time it is. You drive back, you're heading back to when, and you get there and you arrive at the pub and you slide the car in. The lights are out in the pub. The lights are out. Yeah, because it's late. It's late. Let's get back to the house. You drive back to the cottage and as you're driving back to the cottage, you hear a gunshot as you're approaching and you hear yelling and another gunshot. And then you hear the sound of a cat, like a wild cat of some sort. Are we still terrified? Okay. Are we still no. terrified of cats? Not at all. All right. Let's, uh, I, yeah, cats are cool. Let's go. Let's, let's. <laughs> Cats are cool. <laughs> I mean, after after being afraid for them for so we've, long, yeah, we've no. already yeah been screwed around with. So you uh, you get you get to the cottage. You see you see Father Kilgore sitting on his bench that he was sitting in before, and his, his throat slashed, and beside him is a pistol. Is he's not dead? I mean, his throat isn't like completely slashed. I mean, it's not like he's he's just he's been scratched like down like this some giant scratches down his chest and one across his stomach so you can see his cassock is all torn to shreds and he's bleeding out and he's he just says rosa my rosa oh my poor sister did you did you where have you been you're back tell me tell me before i go where you've been like pointing the gun at him father what the fuck is going on I'm, yeah i'm gonna hold up the the, the, the picture and say, what the hell? What is this? It's, it's my sister. My sister, Rosa. Who, these people. It's Martin and, and Arthur. And what did you do to us? I didn't do anything. What did this Mr. Oh. Myers do to us? You need, he's he's my best friend. He's he's and he starts to drift in and out of consciousness. He's drifting in and out. Your best friend just I, sent us to murder your your <laughs> sister. Yeah, I know, I know, and I and I deserve to. And he reaches for the pistol. He's trying to stumbling, trying to get the pistol in his hand. I think I'm just going to put my hand on him and shove him sideways to the ground. Fuck him. Thunk. He's um, thunk. He's on the ground. Um, but we heard shooting. Was that him? Does it still like seem hot or anything? Going in the house looking for anything that's... The, the, the pistol barrel is hot. Yes. Okay. okay. What was he? He was shooting at a cat. Is the cat a cat? We saw these things change into, but we were brainwashed to see it. There were no. You mean me? Oh, fuck. Let's see if this cat is it the does is a thing or not. Let's I don't try know. To sneak at, this, up. at this point, we just got to get the hell out of here. I mean that, yeah. 
Uh, but yeah, I'm gonna go and yeah, I'm gonna search the house. The house is. I mean, you can see that he's been in there. He's been there drinking. There's like an imp, there's a bottle tipped over on the side and another bottle that's half full that's sitting on the counter and a glass and there's a second glass, two glasses. And uh, the one glass is full, like not full, but I mean, it has a drink in it. The other glass is empty. And uh, you can see the photographs are laying out on the side table and on the table and on the coffee table. He's been looking at the photographs and you can see that he's 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 uh, he's he's had company. You don't know who it was. You surmise it might have been Mr. Meyer. Meyer. Does Mr. Meyer live at the pub, or do we know where his house is? Yeah, yeah. It's uh, literally you can see it from here. It's, it's, oh, it's, well, it's you can see the house. Hell over there. All right. All right. You're heading over in that direction. Yeah. And uh, you're okay. So you're walking. I mean, there's a there is a path that leads from the house through the woods to a big open grassy area in front of this old mansion. You've you now that you remember, you you have been in Andrew Meyer's house. You've been there before, and um, you remember the, the front door is, is the door that is only for guests and the side door is for servants and you know that you've seen gardeners there and you've seen a maid there but you don't know their names and you approach the house and the lights are all off and they're never all off do we uh, sneak inside or do we kick the door in well after what he did to the father I think maybe we should Try and sneak about if we can, and like with the gun cocked really tense. Right. All right, yeah. you're you're preparing to enter the front door. Yeah. Okay, the can door is actually any movement or anything. Oh, there you go. Uh, roll, listen for all of you, please. Uh, I got uh, it. Ninety. Nineteen. I went ninety-nine. I'm deaf. I actually got it this time. Got seventy-three. Nope. All right, Hank. Hank, you in the house. The house door is actually slightly open as you as you look, and you can see that uh, the, like it's 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 you know sorry rather that it's never left open, and from inside the house you hear a growling sound in the distance, not just inside the door. Right. You hear. I'll be like, shh. I'll be like, shh. Like I heard, I heard some kind of growl. Pitch black, we need some light. You, uh, um, you, as you say that, you know that there are lanterns and flashlights at the cottage, but it's back that oh, way. I mean, it's 1950s, we have electricity. If I, if I reach inside, do I find flip switches? Yeah, there you go. Yes, All you right. do. They're buttons, actually. Okay. Button. So as I, as I come inside the door, I, that's what I do. I hit the buttons. There's two buttons. One turns on the light outside um, above the doorway, and one turns on a chandelier-type light above inside the doorway. Okay. When you do that, you hear, you hear something up, something go, takes off upstairs. 
like something takes off out of view. Something Padding went upstairs. Yeah, something went upstairs really quick. Should we Let's, go after it or? Yeah, well, I'm gonna chase yeah, let's it. Go, let's go. Uh, turn on lights as we go. Okay. Uh, you see the next set of lights is at the top of the first landing. There's a set of lights to turn on the, the stair, the lights of the landing at the top. Okay. So you're, you're moving slowly up and uh, click. Light goes on. Another light goes on and the hallway at the landing runs the length of the building and there are doors all along it, like bedrooms, you assume, or uh, some other kind of upstairs rooms. All right. There's four of them. Well, anybody knows where we're in the house already, so um, I'm, I'm going to start kicking open the doors as yeah. we go. <laughs> Let's do it. First door you kick open, I'm assuming it's the first one in front of you, or do you wish right. to go from left to right? First nope. one in front of you? Yeah. Okay. Boom. Door busts open, and you see, jumping out the window, the tail of a human-sized cat creature. All right. I'm going to gotcha. run to the, the window with my shotgun. Okay. Me too. Run to the you get... Go for it. You... You get to the window and you see there's a roof, like another, just like another roof over top of like a solarium kind of thing, and something has landed on it and is leaping down to the ground. So you you each do can you can get a shot each the penalty okay. die. This is kind of moving, and so we have penalty die. Yes, yeah. moving and darkness. Just the two of them, or all three? <clears throat> two two of oh you. Oh my god! Yeah, three. those two. I had a zero seven and a ninety seven. That's not going to hit. I had a 50 and a 5. So that is a 50? hit. 50? Yeah. That is a hit. Wait, no. All sorry, right. I was looking at the wrong one. 50 is a fail. Okay. Oof. All right. Well, you uh, you shoot and you hear. You don't hear because it's a cat. It lands in the ground and takes off into a gardeny area where vegetable gardens are and like a, I won't say potting shit. Um, vegetable gardens and uh, like a, like a, storage area for wheelbarrows and things like that. So you can either go out the window or go back out the front door. Uh, let's... I'll run back out. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to run for All the... Right. Well, wait, let me see, actually. Is this a big house? I'm going to run for the front door. It's a big house, yes. Very big house. Run it's sort of the way he line. described Rose's house as being... Uh, I'm going to keep going down the hallway, kicking open the doors as I go. Just in case okay. he's hiding up here and that was a distraction. Okay, so the you two are going outside though? Yeah. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> okay. All right, you'll get, you'll get, you can kick open a couple doors before they get down the stairs and outside. Um, first one is an empty bedroom. Boom. Like it's got a wardrobe and it smells musty and dusty. Like. Yeah. Nobody's been in there for a very long time. You don't see anything in there. there. There's a light switch. If you can flick it on, doesn't look like anyone's been in there for ages. And the, the next, the room on the opposite side of that one is again, a bedroom. It's a larger bedroom. It's probably like a master bedroom. You, you assume it's probably his. It's very clean and tidy, but it's well-kept and it's freshly made, freshly made bed. Um, the shoes and jacket and things are laying out for the next day. So it's a bedroom. The window is shut, and there's there's nobody in there. 
Okay. All right. Uh, you two, you get out the front door, and uh, I guess you turn to your right, and then to your right again to head to the garden area. Yeah. You hear a voice, a gravelly, gravelly voice saying, you should leave. I'm going to kill some of you. No, you do not. It's very dark. And it, like the, the moon is up, as you know, but the moon is now getting to the far end of the sky. Meyer, is that you? Like a cat growl, not a bear growl, or the hell I just did. Is that a yes? Is that a yes? <laughs> He's not answering you. Yeah. But but do a, do a do a listen roll, and I'll see if you can. Uh, no, <laughs> no, it's an eighty-eight. Okay. It's, it's echoing along the wall. You can't really tell where it's coming from. It sounds like it's somewhere out there, like in a 60-degree arc in front of you. I'm just like, to, 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 to Dean, maybe he's right. Uh, at this point, I don't know. Ask him what he, why he did this to us. <laughs> yeah, I scream it. Meyer, what the fuck is going on? Out of, to the left, he jumps at Hank. And he rolls to attack. You can try to dodge sure. because you catch the glimpse out of the side. Uh, no, I got a 55. All right. He is slashing you as he goes by. He's not trying to grapple with you. Okay. And he is successful, and he does. Two points of damage to you. Okay. And you, you take it right across the back. Cat, giant cat claws right across the back. You know it's going to be itchy tomorrow. Yeah. Oof. Oh. I'm going to try to shoot him as he goes by. You can do that. Yes. Now he's very uh, no. dark. 89. Okay. Boom. You hear shots. Mark Moran, as you're upstairs, you hear a shot fired. All right. I'm going to run down. Yelling. Okay. So it'll take right. you around to get there. Takes you around to get there. Now the creature has uh, has dashed into a shady, shadowy area uh, near the porch, and he comes leaping out again. Though this time he does not connect, but he 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 just sort of runs between you and knocks one of you over. So I'll just say it's not over, but it's uh, actually Dean. You get knocked to the side, uh, so you lose your balance. Uh, and you and you actually see where he went, Hank. He went into a this is some rather large uh, azalea type bushes off to the side. Okay, I'll be like, there. You know, he ran off into the bushes. I'm just like, Mark, Mark, where are you? I'm running out the front door towards you. Yeah, you're coming around the corner, and you see their point. Uh, Hank is pointing towards these bushes off to the side. They're in the shadowy area near some apple trees. All right, I'm going to just fire into the bushes. Sure. It's a shotgun, right? Yeah. Roll the hit. Let's see what happens. See how good your shot is. I got a 96. Oof. Boom. Okay. All right. You guys here growling. And like, there's a lot of bushes around. There's a lot of darkness and shadows. The moon is lower in the sky now and the trees are blocking the moonlight from getting through. You occasionally catch a glimpse of what you think is it. But you're not quite sure. 
It comes running out of the bushes at Hank again. Okay. And it rolls. It tries. You can try to dodge. Uh, sure. Uh, no, I failed the sixty-eight. All right. Oh well, he he just bats you with his paw. He doesn't get any connection with claws, but you you're knocked. You're balanced. You're knocked off balance. Okay. Uh, Dean, you're you're up again, of course, Dean. And you see this happening, and the creature bashes past your left side. I'm trying to shoot it at it. Twenty one. Okay, now you're shooting towards Mark Moran, so you have to get a. <laughs> He's... Don't get a double zero. It's okay. Yeah, just don't rifle. get a double yeah, zero. It's, it's just a rifle. It's not a shotgun. That's right. Um, no, sixty-four. That didn't hit. Whoa. Okay. Um, <laughs> ping goes zooming past Mark. Uh, Mark, Whoa. your hearing is you're, 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 you're like you're kind of. Don't shoot Mark. Yeah, fuck. <laughs> don't hit Mark. <laughs> Okay, Mark, as, you, as you're coming around the corner, this creature does go whipping past you, and uh, there's the gunshot, but you actually have a moment to do... Uh, you have, a, can, you have can an action. I, can I try, as it's going past me, to hit it with the, the butt end of my shotgun? Yes. Yes, you can. I'm going to hit it hard if I do that. What kind of, is that a brawl? That's a brawl. Um, I'll spend three luck. Make it regular. Okay. All right. Are you you're, where, are you aiming for any particular part of its body or just it? Its head, if I can, you know. All right. But I'll I'll settle for the middle of the body if that's where. Sure. Roll damage. I'll give you that. Let's see. We'll call this a club. Sure. Let me get that dice out. Where is it? There it is. Uh, seven. Oh, I hit him hard. You hit him hard. He loses balance. He hits the ground, and like a cat, he rolls, scrambling to try to regain its footing. The other two, you go, he's lost his his action round, so you guys can go ahead. Sure. Now, now these away from our, uh, us for a second. I'll try to shoot at him with my pistol. Yep. Uh, no. <laughs> 77. I, I, I failed. Blam. Okay. Dean, are you going to do it? I'm going to try and shoot now that he's not next to one of us. Go for it, Dean. Um, 38. Finally. <laughs> okay. What's your damage? So that'll be... Oh, I got two ones. So that's six damage. Six? <laughs> All right. He's He's been shot. He's been hit. He's not getting up quickly. He's stressed, struggling to get up. And you can see right now that this is... This is this is him. This is Andrew Meyer. You can see his features in his cat-like face. You can see his eyes, his tiny little eyes that you've seen for what the fuck? not as long as you think you've been seeing them. And he's struggling, struggling to get up, and he's going to try to attack whoever's closest, which happens to be Mark again. Not Mark, but uh, Hank again. Yeah. And he doesn't. Nope. He's, okay. He just... He's, he just ru- rushes at you, and again, he kind of slumps to the ground on one one leg, kind of collapses beneath it, and then he's moving past you, but uh, he's between you and Mark now. Between uh, Hank wanna, and Mark. I, I yell to the other side, say, try and incapacitate him, but we want to ask him some fucking questions before we put him out of his fucking misery. <laughs> uh, I guess I'll try to tackle him if I can. 
You ever tried to wrestle with a cat? Yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah. Uh, That's going to so be I guess, fun. I guess, I'll, I guess can I try to trip him? <laughs> well, he's already on the ground. He's, oh, his he, one leg okay. buckled underneath him. Hmm. You can you can make a brawl type attack if you wish to try to incapacitate him by knocking him out if you wish. Yeah, I'll just, I guess I'll just kick him. I'll just try to kick him. It was very successful with the old man whose wife you killed. Uh, oof. Um, no, that's at 59. No, I failed. Uh, I, I guess I could spend... I guess I haven't used luck. Uh, I could spend 19 luck yeah. if you're willing to let me do that. I'll let you do that because you're not going to use any tomorrow. All right, sounds okay. good. <laughs> All right. Bonk. You knocked the wind out of him. Even though he's a cat creature, you've, you've knocked him out. And slowly... He's, he's, as you watch, he transforms back into spindly, naked Andrew Meyer. Wounded, his, bleeding out. Well, it staunches his blood and tie the fucker up. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to have to try and find something to tie up with. Okay. Yeah. It's easy. So we can, that's, you've got him. You tie him up. You've, you're able to drag him into the house out of the moonlight, which you surmise is probably a good thing because all yeah. that lycanthropy knowledge you got is made up crap. You don't, yeah. you don't know any of it. Is it real? You don't remember any of it. You just think he's in the Get him out of the moonlight. You tie him up. You, your characters do whatever you want with him. You can set fire to his house and punish him for making you murder people or whatever. Answer. These we people, want to answer it. We, we want have to know. Answers. You'll, you'll be able to get answers out of him by rummaging through his things or talking to him, you know, whatever you wish to do. He was a wanted criminal in, in Ireland. He had a team of friends who were assisting him with some little crimes many, many years ago, which included the father who really isn't a father. And the Rosa woman who was the father's sister and Martin, who is their friend. They were just a bunch of kids, just a bunch of young people getting involved in a little bit of crime many years ago. But he had this thing about him. And they found out about it, that they were they were like doing crime. They wanted to get out of the business. They, they're getting older. They're starting to want to have families and have businesses and things like get into just adult life. But the one thing they knew was that he always disappeared certain times of the month. And he admitted to them over time that you know he was this localized creature, this thing, this mystery, this this myth of this black cat, this black cat, the one he was describing to you in the Yorkshire Dales area, that he had lived there at one point, and now he had relocated into Ireland. His family were Irish, but he relocated back to Ireland where they all lived, and he was trying to hide the fact that he had this this thing, this problem, this lycanthropy. He was a were cat. They didn't believe him at first, but they saw it happen. But when he moved back to New England, and now your memory starts to, 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 when you lived in Boston, he was a politician. He was wanting to become wealthy politician, running for office. But these people, he, they had moved, relocated after the war back to New England. He found out about it. So he brainwashed the father to assist him in tracking them down, but they couldn't do it on their own. So when you were investigating some crime one night, he found a way to capture you know, a couple of police officers, their friend, the bookkeeper, who happened to stumble along things with them. And he used magic, those little pieces, things that you thought were like items from your youth, used them to control your minds to make you think you were werewolf hunters. But in fact, you were helping him track down the only people that knew who he really was. Mm. 
So he really was just a cat burglar. Oh no. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm so, for the record, it says on my sheet, you you are you're a joker, constantly smiling and ready to make people laugh, even when it's not appropriate. Was well, he was definitely a pussy. That was really good, Sean. That was really good. Yeah, that was awesome. I loved that. That was amazing. Well, let me go yeah, up and, and finish up the, the show. Uh, our players included Nimrod Slur Flutterman, uh, John, pa John Dos Passos, and myself with Sean Little as the Keeper of the Secrets. We're currently producing up to four shows a week with music and sound effects added in post-production in order to create a richer listener experience. We provide audio-only versions of our shows free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. The costs involved with the show are provided almost entirely by our patrons. Without them, we wouldn't be able to do what we do. If you'd like to help support our show, please visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar to a month helps us a lot. You can find a link in the description below. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel and punch the bell icon for updates on our latest shows. And leave us some comments. We enjoy reading them and answering any questions you might have. This is Tom Rayleigh, together with all the members of our gaming club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure in the universe of HP Lovecraft and the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. Until next time, good luck and good gaming. Thank you.